What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Crown Cinema Podcast. In this episode, we are going to watch the new movie, Saltburn. If you haven't seen Saltburn, Saltburn is about a student at Oxford University who finds himself drawn into the world of a charming and aristocratic classmate who invites him to his eccentric family's sprawling estate for a summer never to be forgotten. And let me tell you, what will also never be forgotten is us watching this movie because it's a pretty fucking weird movie. But weird movies make for good episodes. And in today's episode, we discuss the interesting and creative cinematography, the committed deception from the filmmakers and the characters. We give our reaction to all the brutal sex scenes. We talk about the psychology of somebody willing to do this kind of evil. And of course, we talk close shit. So if you haven't seen Sawburn, again, spoiler alert, there are spoilers ahead, so you've been warned. And without further ado, let's get into the episode. And we're back. We just watched Saltburn. Saltburn. <laughs> wow. What a journey. What a journey. Good movie to watch with the boys. <laughs> yeah. Um, a, yeah, it's a good... You can definitely watch that, like, with your friends. Family movie. Family movie for Actually, sure. Actually, family movie might be kind of pushing it. I thought it was a little little R-rated at times, um, so you might want to be careful watching that with the rents. But well, Yeah, 100%. Yeah, but other than that, um, well shot movie. <laughs> yeah, the cinematography very, was awesome. Very, yeah, cinematography was oh, perfect. And, and I'm not even, I you know, you guys are the ones with the eyes for that kind of thing. But even I was able to really just be infatuated by the way that they That's could good. shoot some of these some of these shots. Yeah, no, this it was a very well shot movie. However, Absolutely. I was not expecting anything that i saw i will tell you the trailer have you watched the trailer for it no that that, uh, oh my god talk about just the perfect movie to go into not knowing at all what you're about to watch yes but if you watch the trailer the movie perfectly lied the trailer lies to you just like how the character fucking betrays you at the halfway through the movie or whenever you find out you know spoiler alert guys obviously but the trailer shows this kid going to this rich, crazy castle and all this like weird shit happens. Like a lot of shots in the movie that were creepy. Like remember when, whenever the, one of the kids had the horse head on, he like turned his head to him and he took it off. It's like, I knew it was you. That's a shot in the movie that makes it look creepy. So it looks like it's this kind of get out situation where it's this crazy castle eccentric family that then, you know, wants to kill or hurt the kid and that's what you kind of think you think it's some weird ominous think, presence and you, you think, think it's, it's the, the rich people after the poor kid exactly Oliver. exactly because that's usually how movies go but that's not the case so the trailer when you watch it it looks very ominous towards the family you don't expect the main character because it's the main character you don't expect the main character to be the bad guy spoiler so as you when you watch this it it totally tricks you. The beginning, you're expecting what you saw in the trailer. It, it gives you that. You're kind of like, oh, shit, what's going to happen? Yeah, he's, and then the, he's fucking, the outsider at uh, Oxford. Yeah. Um, which, you know, he not only Oxford, but he's like, uh, you know, he's kind of the poor kid at Oxford. That's what he says. Right. But, you know, just obviously, like, as we're watching it, it's like, oh, this poor guy. Like, you know, he even makes friends with this, this one kid. And they keep throwing this whole thing at him because it's, it's Oliver. And it's Felix. And Felix is the, the popular kid that not only do the girls love, but the guys as well. And it's not just because he's got, like, the fiery, cool guy <laughs> personality. 
I thought you were about to say fiery abs. You said fiery, and then you like did this to your. Oh no 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 no! no. Like the the fiery, the cool guy attitude, like not a care in the world. So it's like not only do the girls fall in love with them, but like even the guys are like, dude, like what a cool guy, what a cool guy. Life of the party. Yep. Always getting everybody rallied. Yep. Shots, shots, shots. Yeah. And so you think that he's gonna be the guy because he befriends Oliver, and you think that he's probably looking at Oliver as like a charity case. Yeah. Which all the characters keep saying, like, the first friend he makes, Felix's sister, the, what's the the light-skinned dude? What's his I name? I don't remember his name. Can't remember his name. But they're all saying, like, oh, like, he'll be done with you eventually. Yeah. Like, he just uses people. You, it's not even using. Right. It's just, you know, he, uh, it's like uh, affirming. You know, that yeah. he's a good person, that right. he gets along with anybody. Yeah, he wants to use his wealth to help out people, but he kind of just, as they say, well, they say that he just kind of flip-flops through people like that. Yeah. And there's like, you won't last. And it's, I mean, it's it's cool. It's cool. Because, wow. Got us. It's amazing how the movie was able to truly trick you, because, I mean, what a twist. Tr- truly. You start. I I really I want to watch it again a little bit. I want to watch the beginning again to see if you can catch any corruption. You can like notice any things. There's got to be some foreshadowing because it's a pretty fucking wild twist. So usually when there's a wild twist, they planted some seeds in the beginning. I think there were some things. I don't know him not talking about his mom whenever she was inquiring. Whenever um, Felix's mom was inquiring about his family, he wasn't really being responsive. Also, I was a criticism that I had is in the very beginning. I was gonna say it was gonna be a criticism. I was like, it's kind of. I wish they would have showed us some of his like backstory because you don't see it. He just talks about it. Yeah, but it's like the perfect <laughs> way to do that because yeah. the family they don't question it. They're just like, who would lie about that kind of? But thing? I'm just saying. I'm just saying as the viewer, I would. I w- if the twist what then happened i was thinking before the twist happened i was watching and thinking like damn they should have showed some of his backstory to show how shitty his life was back at home because then i would i would care a little bit more about him if i see how troubling it is like that's kind of weird they didn't show that no wonder yeah he was fucking lying yeah there was some foreshadowing when he says that the uh the woman that was staying with them which one that she was lying about the russian guy and uh the red hair oh he was saying there's he, inconsistencies said, yeah, in the story could, because he knows what a liar is trying to that do. That was like I pe- Yeah, I picked up on that. And then another thing that you can think about watching this movie in 2024 is that this was like the perfect way to get away with all of this because social media is not active yet. Oh, you're saying the timeline in the movie? Yeah, it's 2006, right? right Isn't that right. the setting of the movie? Yep. So it's like right... Right before you can look somebody up and see exactly who they are and like where they come from and that kind of thing. And so like he True. He was just like the things that he pulled off, he can't pull off and honestly like the like in the next four years, like in two thousand ten, I feel like that's like maybe even earlier than that. Maybe even like two thousand eight, I think people were starting to use uh, like Facebook. Yeah. And so like it's very interesting. To see that he just got away with exactly right the type on the of, precipice, right the, the type of thing that you can't get away with in this day and age nowadays. Like you, you can probably could, up, if you never made a social media account in your ever in your life, you could still, totally you, fake you'll one. You'll still have family. 
I mean, unless you're he willing to like, that's how he got caught. Yeah, but they don't have social media to like find like his mom's Facebook. Or but you could or say s- your name is something different and just lie and create a whole fake profile and you can't get you away. be even real. I mean, you can't really get away with that. Like going to like a school, I don't think. And I mean, college. Did you like verify somebody's account? You could totally do that. Like hang out with people. Uh, if you lied find about out your- that. They, like, just were living a totally different... Well, you could, over time, cultivate a fake Instagram. If you... Because, like, think about it. If you're a dude, it just think about it realistically. Guys don't really post that often, most time, on on Instagram. They kind of post, like, once a year. Like, they have, like, a yearly post is what most dudes post. So, if you're that, you just wait two years. Yeah, there's people like Scott that do that. <laughs> yeah, Then Scott. there's people like you. That's yes. I post, yeah. try to post as much as I can. Yeah. But no, I mean, I'm just saying. So, but I'm saying if you were a dude today, you could fake a social media profile. It would take you just two years probably to make two posts in a year to show you had an account. Say, I archived the rest of it. I don't really care. I don't post that much. And you could just totally lie with the pretend social media. If you just had fake pictures, like you just look at it and you believe it. So, social media wouldn't really stop this. I, suppo- I mean, I suppose, but if you're going as far to say as like my parents are dead, like I don't have any brothers or sisters. First off, but I'm saying, how it, are their parents not showing up to Oxford like his graduation or anything? Like they that? didn't do that in this movie. They could have done that in this movie. They could have showed up, visited. I'm saying, who really does that though? What? Who doesn't show up to their kids' graduation? I mean, who doesn't show up? A lot to of parents. Parents with a dead mom and a crazy dad, or dead crazy dead dad, crazy mom. But they're not. They're very much I real, saying, very yeah. much alive. Like it's tell, like yeah. damn near hard, like he, damn near impossible to pull off. But that wouldn't be that would be the same thing that would happen now. You're right. It would be more public. I mean, like think about just like a Facebook. Like it's you can't just create a fake Facebook and then nobody's gonna like find out because. Who are you going to be friends with? Like mom, dad, you brother, delete your sister. Facebook. You never said you had one. You only use an Instagram. Social media. Holy shit. I know that, but you can choose what social media you are on. So you can you can lie about whatever you want still. But people can find out about you if they, if they really know want your, to. If they know your real name. If they don't know your real name, they can't find you anything about you. think you could just you. fake that? Yes. To like a whole group of people? How would they know if they never... If, you, if I went to college and I told you my name was... Whatever, Gray Pittman, dude, that's my name too. You would believe me, and we would just go on. If I had an Instagram to verify my name is Gray Pittman, yes, maybe. but to know somebody for like a period of time, like you would end up finding out somehow. I promise. Like how? How would you not? Because you have no idea who they are. You don't know their name. You don't know where they're really from. You don't know what their parents' names are. There's no trait that you don't know them. There's no way to trace them unless you like could scan their face and somehow get that through a system that had their face in the data. There's no real way to find somebody out if they just all lie to you about everything. I just think it's possible. I agree. I mean, I guess if you really took the psycho steps, which, I mean, I guess this we did just watch took the some movie. Psycho steps. We did just watch the movie. You could see, like, some of the psycho steps that could be taken. I'm just saying that, like, through social media, like, you can find out who somebody really is. And plus, you can always find out inconsistencies because, again, this is a movie. But, like, nobody can keep up a lie like that for that long. Yeah. I mean, what was that? Um, who was that football player that had a fake girlfriend? Manti Teo. Oh, yeah, Manti Teo. He got caught. That was crazy. But. He probably wasn't as methodical did, as this guy. I guess, you know what I will say? I guess y'all have proven me wrong. 
There's some freaks out there that know how to just lie. That's what I'm saying. I'll be damned. This motherfucker, dude, he killed people and got away with it and got the entire house because he just is a brilliant liar. I got to say, I kind of saw the cocaine going in the champagne bottle. Like is that I, what that was? That's what, yeah. If you drink so, cocaine, it would kill you? It's probably poison. It's got to be poison. No, it was cocaine because then he blames it on the cocaine. Remember? Oh, he if you tells, eat it, do you like overdose on it? Because obviously that's a rich family. They're going to try and figure out like what the autopsy is yeah, on the kid. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And so he blamed it on the kid. Can you, wait, yeah, can oh, you die? Oh, because he brought coke. Yeah, okay, I mean, I, were, you know, I, didn't, was, I didn't really catch that. Because there's a lot of shots of him, like, doing cocaine, like, off his hand, like, in the, like, outside of the party and on the dance floor, like, all that, like. Yeah. But, yeah, I think you could totally, like, just swallow a rock of cocaine and die. <laughs> you think? I don't know. I've never heard of that. Yeah, cocaine? It was cocaine. Damn. So, you, I don't know. If you drank cocaine, you just died. I, I, he was just doing it over the course of the night a lot. And so I guess he's because there's the there's the shot of him doing it in the bathroom, yeah. When he's and he like looks at Oliver. This is Felix we're talking about. Felix has found out that Oliver is a lying piece of shit, and then he but there's already this big party going on, and he tells Oliver he's like, dude, enjoy your night, but like after tonight, like it's over. And then Oliver goes into the bathroom where Felix is like. Doing some coke, which, by the way, there wasn't any cocaine, at any, like in any of the party scenes. Like all of a sudden, everybody's just doing cocaine at Oliver's birthday party. <laughs> I thought, <laughs> I thought that kind of just came out of nowhere, like just literally out of nowhere. I mean, you see all the shots of them at Oxford at Oliver's these really, birthday party, at bro. these really cool birthday parties, or just parties in general. And then some about Oliver's birthday party. <laughs> Really brought out the snow. and uh, But then Felix looks at him. He's like, look, mate, I was trying to be nice, but just fuck off. And it's just like, uh, but he's doing cocaine. And then he sees that. What's the what's the character's name, dude? I feel bad because he was a major part. The light skin with the afro. Farley. 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 Farley <laughs> is like just doing cocaine with everybody. And they make that very well known. Yeah. And then, I mean, how, I mean, it's so easy to pin it on him. That's his best friend. Like, well, it, yeah, he definitely didn't do it, but he, you know, was a, the supplier. But he's the easiest one to pin it on because everybody else, like, if they had to come forward and be like, did you do cocaine from Farley? Yeah. Like, yes. Plus, there was already a little bit of hints of a little bit of racism toward him because he was like kind of making that claim to Felix, and Felix was like, the way he said it seemed like there's maybe a little bit with his parents, potentially. The way he kind of just dismissed it, he was like, you know, my mom, you know, my parents have always taken you in, even if, even though you're a little different, he like, meant, he like knows that that's a thing. So again, that's a neat, they're like, get that, get him out of here. A little racism. Of course the black guy had drugs at the party. <laughs> that's a shame. That's what they were thinking. That's, but that was the card that he pulled. Yeah, no, that's what got him kicked out. Yeah, so. All right, let's uh, discuss the biggest elephant in the movie. All of these sex scenes. These insanely cringy, just like over the top. <laughs> I mean. Which one ooh. do you want to talk about first? I don't really want to talk about any of them in specifics, but that was, those are pretty hard to watch. This was, uh, 
I mean, look, this look. is a very R-rated movie. Oh, yeah. I mean, this is as R-rated as it gets. I would even wonder if he was even gay. No, I think he's just. I think he was just obsessed with Felix. Just willing, I think he's just willing to do whatever he needed to do to get that life. Yeah, because I, I think, yeah, I mean, I think he was just kind of playing. I think he with Felix. He was just so obsessed with Felix's life, and he wanted to be Felix, obviously. Yeah. And then he knew the other guy was a little gay. The what's his name? Farley. He knew Farley was a little gay. Was he a little gay? Well, he. I mean, he sounded a little he, gay. I think he was gay because they show in the end that like. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. He obviously got jerked off by Oliver. Yeah, but like, no, no, no. They showed like how the movie like Oliver hooked up with Farley. In college. Oh, I didn't notice that. You didn't see that part? I guess I missed that one. Whenever he's like, you know, spoiler alert, I guess, but at the end of the day, they're supposed to have watched it. Um, <laughs> he goes back and shows like how long he's been like plotting all of this and it shows him like sleeping next to Farley, like in the dorm room or something. Mm. Like some, it's, I, I'm pretty sure it's a dorm room at okay. Oxford. Were they roommates? Because I'm still confused. We talked they're about not, it that one they're, scene. They're not roommates, but I think, I guess the way Oxford has it set is you're in a, a college or like a class pretty much with like a, you know, a group of people. And uh, I guess you get paired up with people, certain people. And you, that's, yeah, it's just, just, it's just by random. Yeah, yeah. It's just, you get paired up with a, or you get paired up with a random peer and that's like kind of your study buddy. Mm. Per se, so okay, but yeah, so there was that one. I mean, because it's like it's fine, and then he like just the little details they show you is what really gets you. So if you, but if you go back, I I think if you went back and watched, you would notice this kind of like sexual tension going on between Farley and Oliver. Okay, and you're kind of just wondering what the fuck. If you're like me, I'm watching. I'm like, what the fuck's going on here? But then they show that scene where he slept with him at Oxford in Farley's dorm. And it's like, oh, like Farley's just jealous this mm -hmm. entire time. Yep. Yeah. So. Yeah. Because Farley probably wants to hook up with Felix too. Right. Yeah. Probably because he's really gay. Yes. Yeah. Not just kind of. <laughs> Not just kind of gay. He's actually gay. Yeah, but it's odd though, because I mean, Felix is has no gay tendency. He's he's like uh, well, it's like it's like I was saying throughout the movie. He's like eccentric, but he's not like he's gay. Exactly. He's he's so straight <laughs> that he can he can give a dude a kiss on the cheek. Yeah, like who cares? Like right. We've seen him hook up with every single pretty girl at Oxford. <laughs> yeah, like he's not gay. Yeah. I so. thought I honestly thought they were all just bi. I thought everybody was just bi, but I think it's really just Oliver just doesn't give a fuck and will just do whatever it takes with, with whoever. I mean, that is definitely what happened because we started talking about it like during the movie. Because obviously, you know, they kind of just the way that they shoot it and the way that some of the scenes are. I mean, Oliver's like all up in Felix's yeah. face, and you know, like it's just like Felix is just bright-eyed, like looking at him and everything, and it's. Like, whoa, what's going on here? Like, yeah, because Felix doesn't even... He, like, almost plays to it. Yeah, he's just... He's a nice guy. 
Yeah, they like maybe that's what it is. He's just such a nice guy that he yeah. just will, you know. So then you're thinking, oh, Oliver loves Felix. I mean, he says that in the beginning of the movie. He's like, I loved Felix. Yeah. I was the only one to like not let him get away. Or he says something at the beginning of the movie, like the very beginning of the movie. But then he goes after Felix's sister. And boy, oh boy, he doesn't just go after her. That was a rough start. Yeah. Not oh. a rough, it was a jump start. That they, <laughs> they kicked you off hard with what uh, old Oliver is willing to do. Goes he's down at Saltburn. He, okay, well, if you go back to him doing what, whatever it takes, he probably didn't plan for that. But it. So what happens in the movie is he hooks up with the girl and he starts to touch on her and then she's on her period and he tells her he doesn't care. No, he says, and I quote, good thing I'm a vampire. <laughs> he does say that. And then he does a lot of gross stuff with the blood. And then... <laughs> So there's that. So they really jumpstart you into it. So his plan probably wasn't originally to, you know, do that. But he was like, well, I mean, I'm already here, so I might as well get my, might as well see my plan through. The dude has championship material. He's willing to do whatever it takes. <laughs> He's like the LeBron James of Oxford. No, 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 no. We will not compare him. <laughs> No. I'd, say, I'd say he's like the LeBron James of Oxford. No, no, no. Uh, he's definitely more of a Michael Jordan in this movie. <laughs> just being a fucking psycho. Yeah, better than my, better than LeBron. <sighs> you just, what was this, a bait? <laughs> you just baited me into this? No, you baited me into you this. You did not want me... All right, damn, whatever. Damn you. <laughs> whatever. But yeah. Sometimes the- you don't have to do everything it takes to win. That's... <laughs> 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 Yes, Oliver. Yes, Oliver. Sometimes winning fairly is just good enough. Yeah, he was. It's but it's odd about him saying that because you say that because Oliver in the movie says he hated them for what they had because they had a lucky draw at life and so they were just able to leisurely be all the time. Like they didn't work, they just relaxed and just they had they had a fucking life. Yeah, I mean it's a castle. Yeah, they. The only responsibilities was to do family time at Fred lunch and dinner and breakfast and. They had some things during the day and they hung out at. Yeah, but it's it's crazy to me that he's talking like this. And I think this is like, I mean, obviously, he's crazy. He's he's a psych, he's a sociopath. Probably, I think they're the same. He's psychopath, a, sociopath. He, he's a sociopath. But he's talking like this as if he was born in the dumps. Right. Like he was born in the trenches. Right. Not like... Oliver That's what I'm had saying. a decent life. That's what I'm saying. But he's so warped in his mind. Yeah. He's like, no, like I deserve this lifestyle. Right. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. It's so yeah. crazy because he didn't come from a shitty life. He yeah. has a nice house. His parents are loving. But like, I, I think you hear this type of thing with liars like that, that they keep telling people this, this lie that they end up just believing it themselves. Right. And that's that's pretty much what he did. Like at the end of the day, when he took that house over, he believed that he earned it. Yeah, I and mean, my God, he kind of did. He kind of did earn it. He put in the work, like he said. He said, "You don't." He he actually he, he talked about how hard he worked to he, get this. He says, "The only problem is I know how to work." And it's like, whoa, do you like? 
Yeah, have you ever thought about starting really, a business? You really weren't that poor to begin with. I mean, first no. off, you're at Oxford. You even show a scene where you had enough money to buy the rounds. Like, he wasn't that bad off. No. No, I mean, he was... I mean, it, he was upper middle class. He was yeah, good. Nice. I mean, the family had a room? giant two-story house. Wasn't a castle, but that's kind of interesting that they picked a kid that I guess that's a good way to show that he lies. But somebody that has a good life but is still so I don't know, like what would what would cause him to want to live in a castle? Cuz maybe he uh, yeah, like cause that's just crazy. I guess he doesn't have like his life given to him. He still got to work for it. Yeah, but well, I mean, I think there's just a lot of different signs like going into it. Like he heard people talking bad about him to Felix, especially. But he was, I think it, he heard that, but he was like, "Yes, they think I'm poor." That's yeah. why, because you, I mean, now looking back, he was probably finding them in that scene and probably like was, you know, making stalking sure. them. Yeah, because making sure that they're like, yeah, yeah. there's no coincidence you would ever hear that. No. Especially if it's Oliver, who's a master manipulator. Master manipulator. So, anyway, that. F- it, it, but the going back to the <laughs> how gross the all the sex scenes were, the. It's just the little details that just would shock you every time. I mean, the bathtub. We keep talking about the bathtub. Why don't you. Why don't you tell us about you the bathtub? You want me to explain the bathtub? Yeah, please. Well, essentially. Oh, Felix rubs one out in the bathtub, and then after he gets out and goes to bed at night, he, you know, undoes the bath and it drains. And Oliver walks into the bathtub, goes down, and starts to drink the bath water. Not only does he drink the bath water, he like licks down into the drain, like it's just like, oh, because is it they kind of ease you in and not liking him. You kind of stop, stop rooting for him. <laughs> As the movie goes on, you're like, he just keeps doing grosser and grosser stuff. You're like, God, dude, come on. It's like showing the darkest parts of this dude's life. It's disgusting. I mean, licking a drain. And, oh, dude. I mean, that think about this, stuff. though. The filmmakers took the time to actually, like, put something in the water to have him slurp it up. I mean, that is disgusting. Or maybe he said... Leave the water there. <laughs> <laughs> oh my Let god. Let the boy watch. Let the boy watch. <laughs> You'll learn like I did. Um Yeah, that one was gross. The grave. Was, which one? Him having sex with the his grave. Yeah, the grave was pretty weird. Because yeah, at first he's like pretty crying. weird. <laughs> <laughs> at first you're just I mean, you know he's crazy. And you see him sobbing. You and see you, him sobbing on the on the on the gravestone, like right there, on Felix's dead body under the dirt. And you see him there, and even though he's crying, you're not really sad about him. So you're kind of like, you no, know, I was I was kind of sad. I was like, you know what? He did love him, like in his own twisted, wicked way. But then, but then the music stops playing in that scene, and he starts like feeling. Yeah, it, uh, it gets dark. Gets dark. Yeah, he starts groping the ground as if Felix were laying there. And then takes his pants off. And thrusts. And thrusts into the dirt. Yep. Yep. I'll tell you what, though. The, the, as, uh, as absurdly weird as this movie is with um, 
Oliver's sexual desires or just, I guess, willingness. It is his desire because he, I mean, obviously he's not getting anything out of sticking his wiener in some dirt, <laughs> but <laughs> I think he's more of having sex with the fact that everything's going according to plan. <laughs> he's like, yes. He's like, I put you in the ground. And I didn't like, get I, caught. I, yeah. Like I did it and I'm still mourning with your family. Like I win. Yeah. I'll tell you, so that the ending though saved it. Cause it was getting real gross and it was kind of like, okay, like what are we, what, what are we even watching? And then it turned and the ending was like, oh shit. So that, I mean, the ending will kind of make me want to watch it again just cause, and I would probably recommend it. I'll all say, in all, <laughs> I like the movie. It's yeah. a twisted, at the end of it, I liked movie. it, but it threw out it. There were some times where I'm like, no, it, it gets dark, but I don't know. Like in that kind of what you want out of a movie, you want a movie to just be like, you do. Oh, like, Oh, like think about, we watched, uh, the last movie that we watched uh the silent movie uh, the <laughs> silent, silent night cr- silent night like when we walked out of it we we're like uh, trash like uh it's gonna be so hard to talk about on the podcast we got in this studio after watching that movie <laughs> and we up. were just like holy shit like this movie had no boundaries no. literally no boundaries no it's that's always the, interesting that's the kind of movie you that's the kind yeah. of movie you always want no matter how dark, morbid, twisted it is, you're always going to be like, oh, wow, like, that was crazy. Now, is are there, do you think that a movie that's just so absurd and, and dark are always perceived as good? Like, what movie, I'm thinking about, like, think about The Boys. The Boys is very fucked up. Mm-hmm. That's a good show. Game of Thrones was pretty fucked up sometimes. That was an amazing show. Like, are there any shows or movies that are fucked up that just aren't good? Think about just the real world. We're always driven to, like, love controversy. Love things that we're like, oh, like, we shouldn't be seeing this. Like, oh, this is messed up. But at the same time... Twitter, my Twitter feed. Yeah, but, I mean, (laughs) like, the right now, like, the Epstein Island list. Yeah. That's being put out right now. It's such a messed up situation that happened in the world, but like we're so just like we want to see what's going on. Yeah. Even though like anytime something terrible or dark happens, you're like, oh no. (laughs) Yeah. That's why I have so many fucked up videos on my Twitter because I just keep click fucking clicking them. Yeah. But I don't really. I got them off my feed finally. I just I kept skipping them. Now I'm free and clear. No more seeing people get murdered. Yeah. I'm happy Jesus, for Jesus, thank you. Thank you. Not the best way to go about a day. No. Definitely not. But, but I mean, we are just like, uh, as people, we are naturally morbidly curious. Yeah. So I wonder what you, that is. Why do you think we are morbidly, morbidly curious? I to protect like, ourselves? I feel like people day to day just your average human like they're not really willing to push themselves to that dark limit and it's and i mean it's messed up but i mean it is the truth like you're always so scared yeah like you're you're terrified of it but you always want to hear about like when somebody else does it because you're like how did you get the balls had to kill somebody <laughs> anything anything that's just messed up 
<laughs> How did you get the balls? That's what you think. <laughs> How did you get the balls? <laughs> <laughs> that sounds horrible. How'd you do it? <laughs> that is. We're talking about like videos of people accidentally getting killed. No, he, I mean I've seen people point pulling a gun out, shooting somebody. Yeah, that's the shit that, that I his, see. That was like his Twitter. It's yeah. mainly like it's mainly like dudes that are that are robbing a liquor store or a or cartel, gas station cartel or, murders. I don't have those, thank God. I've seen some cartel murders. I've seen one of those, and it left an imprint on my brain. It's yeah. pretty fucked up. But you just think about like the safe world that like we know. Yeah. And then you see that, and you know that it's real. And you're just like, damn, like, how did they get to this point in life? Like, what steps did they take that led them to this? Interesting about that is I just heard Jordan Peterson, who interviewed, I think this guy was a school shooter. And he was like, as a kid. And he grew up, and I think he's out of prison now. I don't really know. But somehow Jordan Peterson talked to him. Or at least he was going to be. That's what it was. He was going to be. He planned it. I was going to do it, but ended up not doing it for some reason. Maybe he got caught early. And... So Jordan Peterson, obviously being a psychologist, was like trying to break down how do you get to that point in your mind where you want to just you know shoot up your own school and just kill your peers? Where do you get the balls? <laughs> like as Gray Pittman would say, how do you get the balls to shoot up a school? Quote here and quote. Anyway, he said, what he his parents fucked him up so much he thought his parents were so mean to him, so treated him so badly that he wanted to inflict as much damage as possible to show them what they did. So he wanted to take revenge on his parents by becoming the worst thing he could possibly become to say, look what you turned me into. That's how that guy got that mindset, which is just absurd. I mean, because it's like, obviously you have to be insane in your head to even get to that conclusion. But if you can get yourself to think crazy, you're like, I can see how how a crazy person could get themselves there by wanting to be evil to then say f you to your parents because at the end of the day and i'll always believe this like people that do that kind of stuff they were they were definitely born like that evil because you think about so many other people that have been pushed to the brink like that probably even worse and they would never ever do something so egregious and so yeah, it's interesting. Like, yeah, because like somebody like David Goggins, who's had a—I mean, if you read his book, he had a shitty childhood. Dad beat him. Like, it was beat his mom. He had to watch it. Like, it was horrible. But he came out of it a fucking monster. Yeah, like a good monster. There's just there's good people and there's bad. I wonder what I wonder why that flip happens. Just chance. Just the way you just. Just the way you're wired. Or maybe, maybe if both your parents are fucked up. Then you have no good example, because I'm sure because Goggins' mother was nice. Yeah, but there's still plenty of people that are born into just terrible, terrible situations, and they end up not being a monster, right? Because maybe they had yeah, I don't know. And then I mean, you tie it back into this movie, like what he had two nice parents, he had. Bro- he had four, a brother, and four he, sisters. I yeah, think. Yeah. Or, did they say how many? He had sisters. Yeah, he had he had siblings, and but like his only problem was like he couldn't make friends. Yeah, so it's just like I wonder if there's anything about I wish, I wish we could have seen more of his backstory. That's so interesting to me. Like, what caused this crazy ass? Just being a little messed up in the head when you were born. Um, you got something, Scott? 
Yeah, I really like how it was shot. The uh, aspect ratio was 4-3. Yeah, why did they do that? A square. I don't know. I think it was an interesting choice, though. It like adds for an interesting look. You can get shots that you wouldn't get in a you know 16 by 9 or whatever. Yeah. Um, like a lot of shots, their full face was like taking up the frame. Um, and uh, what else why do you think they shot it in 4x3 let's see what would that add because it's like a vintage look yeah I guess they did they made it look like a fun vintage vibe when they were out in the summertime like it looked like a good time it looked very like it looked not gonna say nostalgic because like none of us have memories of us hanging out in a castle in the summertime but it's like that nostalgic look yeah showing us the good old days uh this is just saying it made it more intimate yeah yeah definitely it's definitely nostalgic it being like 2006 yeah when they're in high school or whatever mm -hmm. yeah and i mean you're just showing college kids like on summer break just hanging out by a lake or just getting drunk like during the day because they have nothing else to do i mean like we remember those days yeah doing jack shit i thought okay so i did notice this i was pretty happy about this all right um so we see at one point oliver walks up on felix and he's reading a harry potter book and i noticed that and i was like oh i wonder i wonder which harry potter book he was reading but now i know exactly which one he was reading he was reading the goblet of fire why how do you know that because the maze that they like put themselves into looks just like the one that was in the goblet of fire mm. the one that robert pattinson ends up dying in mm. it's like pretty it's like damn near shot for shot like how narrow it is mm. and like how dark it is like even in the movie like mm. the goblet of fire movie like i was like oh interesting little little sprinkle mm. right there have you read the harry potter books twice all of them twice mm -hmm. they're good i mean yeah i mean i loved them i mean i was a kid whenever i read them yeah like kiddish the first three are and then like the fourth one like the ending of the fourth one and beyond it gets pretty messed up that's interesting how i wonder if that was what she did on purpose she like yeah, she was like she, yeah, she was growing us up like yeah. as it as we kept getting older we were like whoa yeah this is pg-13 now baby uh Ice Cube talked about that. He has this thing. He calls it the the cube vortex, I think he calls it. Mm -hmm. But he says he started off in NWA, he said, and then he made Friday, and then he made um, Are We There Yet? So, like, he did kids' movies, he did, like, you know, teen movies, and he did has adult music. So he said, a kid can grow up with me now. Mm -hmm. So they can always experience me. They can watch, are, you there, are we there yet? You know, as a kid, they can grow up and watch me. Then as they get older, you know, the parents might let them watch Friday and then mm -hmm. some of my, those movies. And then when they get to become an adult, they can start to experience NWA. Yeah. So it's kind of, he like positioned himself to let kids grow up with him, mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. Yeah. All right. Gray, what do you rate salt burn? Actually, I want you to go last. Scott, what do you rate salt burn? Seven. I was going to give it a 7, 4. 8.3. <laughs> okay. And I don't necessarily understand why you could disagree with that because crazy plot twist, 
And it's not even so much of a plot twist. You understand that like he's messed up and he's obviously like before he even reveals that there was an agenda, you could pick up that he was after something, especially because just through the foreshadowing of people telling him like, this isn't you. Like this is a life you'll never attain. Like this is just a summer. Mm -hmm. Like Felix is just going to forget about you. Like you're just another Felix friend. Like remember Edward from last summer, like all this. Yeah. And so you could see that he's like getting more pissed because he's just like, no, I'm going to take this. Mm -hmm. And he also kind of, he starts to back off from Felix too. Like you stop seeing Felix a lot. Yeah. But I mean, really you don't realize like how messed up he is until you understand that he lied about his parents. Yeah. But I remember, I mean, I think I was, when we were watching it and Felix is taking him to go see his mom and he's just begging. He's like, no, please. Like, I'm begging you. Like, we can't see him. And then as soon as you realize that this is a nice neighborhood, I told, I mean, I think I said it. I was like, you said it beforehand. Yeah. I said, dad's not dead. And they're rich. Yeah. I mean, not even rich. Just. I mean, he they're, made it seem like they he were pretty came, well off. Yeah, he made it seem like he came from the slums, and that's upper middle class. That's so wild. Imagine that happening to you. You're like, imagine if I just told you, yeah, my name's. Or I guess not the name part. That was earlier. I told you my dad died. You're like consoling me. You're like, I'm sorry, bro. Like, holy shit. Yeah. But then Oliver is also lying to his parents, saying that he graduated top of his class. Yeah. Everything. So I mean, this dude's just. Telling everybody what they want to hear. And he fucking wins. Dude's good. I was hoping that the ending when he was smoking that cigarette, telling the story, but lying about it. He's in like an insane asylum. I thought I thought he was just like with the police and he was tricking the police. Like after everybody died, mm. he's like, oh my gosh, it was so sad. I can't believe all this. And they would leave and then he gets the house. That's how I thought it was going to end. That'd be cool. Um, I can't remember at what point. I think it was after he blamed it on... Uh, Farley um, and he's still there like sticking around or no it was after the daughter died mm-hmm. and he's still there and I just said oh my god he he got it all mm-hmm. he did it he he won because and if you notice everybody that questioned him got killed or had to go away yeah everybody that questioned him whenever Farley questioned him why are you still here? He told him about the co- they mentioned that thing about the cocaine and made him get kicked out of the house. Whenever she was like, "Why are you still even here? You're just a stranger." He slits her wrist, slits her wrists. I did. I loved because after Felix dies, and they're just sitting at the table, and they close oh, the they close yeah. the curtains, and Farley just looks at the family. He's like actually losing control because he's like, "What the hell is going on?" And he just looks at me. He's like. Why is he still here? Mm -hmm. Does nobody else think this is insane? Like, we all know that they were only friends for, what, six months? Yeah. Like, what? Why has he not been sent home? How is he still eating with us? And then he immediately, he's like, I understand. I'd be pretty defensive, too. Well, he manipulated the mother to really like him. Like, he became her best friend. And that, you know, he just planted his seeds with everybody. Oh, he planted that seed with her, too. Yep. I just think you're so beautiful. And it was, like, awkward. Yeah. 
But then they kept talking. It's like, oh, I see where this is going. I mean, so it was 2006. So it, what is that? To 2022? That's 14 years. Is that when years. this movie came out? No, 18 years, right? No, no, no. To that, this came out this year. Last year. Wink, wink. Um, the movie takes place in 2006, and then the present, when the... If he sees her again when he's growing up, oh, it's 2022. Okay, That's okay, what the newspaper okay. said. Oh, He okay, died in okay. 2000. The husband died in 22. You're good at keeping up with the dates. I, yeah, I didn't pick up on that. Well, we paused it when you peed. Oh, okay. On, on the newspaper. Oh, okay, okay. Um, what I thought the newspaper was, I thought he was reading the newspaper and was like going to implant himself in another rich family. He got kicked out of Saltburn, so he was going to oh, like yeah. see who else is rich around here so he could try to sneak in to them, their family. Yeah, he's just got it down to an art at this point. But uh, honestly, though, the whole fun of Saltburn is doing it with people. Like, why would you want a castle by yourself? That blows. Scary, boring, quiet. He hated them. True. I mean, he just... I mean, yeah. He just loved dancing around naked doing cocaine at the end. I mean, I think that's all he ever wanted. I guess so. Naked. So, I mean, dick swinging the whole time. I mean... No shame in that dude. Nope. Well, that's Hollywood, baby. Uh, Scott, what did you not like about it? What made you not? This is your one of your low score for Scott. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Such a well shot movie too. I thought the plot was great. That probably added to the score. I'm sure. It was a good plot. Uh, not the best plot. I, I feel like so. I don't mind the end where it revealed everything and all those shots, but doesn't it kind of feel lazy? You yeah. Know, instead of foreshadowing it, and then you kind of pick up, but also just the gross scenes, so unnecessary. It's like a similar thing of why I didn't like Midsummer. Yeah. Midsummer. Yeah, I hate Art. that movie. It's just too. Never, never saw that one. Reason. Boring as shit and just so dark. It's just like not even. It's not enjoyable. Mm-hmm. It's not enjoyable. Like so, my my score. The reason I thought it was a very well made movie and the story is pretty. You know, the twist is pretty cool and it's, you know, got a weird fucked up plot, but my score, I also always account for how much did I enjoy it and I didn't really enjoy it that much for most of it, but the ending was nice. Yeah. I like the darkness. (laughs) You do like some dark movies, but yeah, it was kind of, I see what you mean by being lazy at the end. It's odd that they didn't show everything. They just showed a few things. And not every single thing he did, like they showed like a like it showed like the first few things he did, and it jumped all the way to the end, like the last thing he did. And you're like, why can't we, let's just if you're gonna do that, just show us every little minuscule detail he had. Yeah, because I feel like Knives Out did a better job of revealing it all. You know, mm-hmm. Gray hates that movie. He says that was a lot more predictable than this movie, though. Uh, yeah, I th- I, you think Knives Out was predictable? I didn't when I saw it. Yeah, Gray thought it was predictable. He predicted it, he said. Yeah, I remember watching it. <laughs> Did you watch The Glass Onion? No. That was pretty good. First one's better, but the same vibe. You should watch it and report back. I'm sure I'll figure it out. You think so? I mean, I figured Knives Out in about 20 minutes. Yeah, but they then you, they trick you. You think it's him, then they trick you throughout it, and they, you don't think it's him. <laughs> no, they didn't trick me. Because you didn't no pay way. attention for the level, for the rest of it. No, I I understood what was going on. 
I got it. I figured it out. I did. I, <laughs> I, did. I believe you thought it was him from the beginning because we all did. And then you're like, oh, it's definitely not him. No, 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 I, no. I was like, oh, it is just going to be him. Yeah. <laughs> you got a lucky assumption. I read right through it. <laughs> uh, but this, honestly, I thought the most twisted thing that he did was that he recognized that the husband of uh, Felix's mom was significantly older than her. Mm. So all he had to do was just wait it out. Wait it out. And then he just, he was right there. The day that he died, his obituary was in the newspaper and he was at the coffee shop. That means it took him years of just keeping tabs on her, making sure that that day he was going to be right there. And it almost seemed like she was happy that he died. I don't know. I mean, I think she definitely, I mean, she, she was talking about her husband's death while she was putting her hair back and it's like, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised he didn't go sooner. She said she, that, but no, well, yeah, she says that, but then she also is just like, I'm so sorry about how it ended like with you, because she still believes that he was like the poor kid that was there for them in their darkest time. And that's all she ever saw. Right. Cause he, oh, cause he knew if he could play with the wife, she's going to die off early, like he just said. Yeah. He, no, knew, no, like he, he knew he would die off early. Because so. I remember, I mean, yeah, like when we were watching it, I was like, he's definitely a lot older than her. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, and when you, I feel like when you suffer a tragedy like that, losing two kids and then having to live in a big house like that with just one other person, mm. like depression catches up to you. Like you'll go out a lot earlier than had they lived. Yeah. Like he probably started, like he probably stopped taking care of himself, all that. And so he knew this and he was just like, all I have to do is just wait a few years. Plus he had the money from the guy to just ride it out. Yeah. I wonder how much money he got. I was, I was really hoping. Yeah. Why did they not he, tell us? I was hoping cause I was thinking, I was like, what's he going to ask for? Like 10 million. Yeah. Where do you start? Or what if he was just like, one billion because these people are so rich yeah somebody ever asked you how much you got to say i don't know you make an offer like i don't know how much do you want to spend no because you don't know you could say ten thousand dollars and they're ready to spend like the nice guys yeah <laughs> like a thousand dollars or whatever it is and then she erases it yeah she's gonna put ten thousand yeah, dollars i want i mean because it doesn't take a genius to understand that these people have unlimited money so i mean what if he was just like I think a billion dollars should be. And he like takes advantage of the fact that he's just all messed up in the mind. He's like, sure, whatever. What's a billion dollars? My life's over. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, they're able to not, I guess he did work. He left a few times for work. Right. Are they royalty? He was an art collector. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Okay. Art collector. I guess he was damn good at it too. He probably came from a lot of money. Yeah, I think you, I don't know how you, I guess you could become rich and then become an art collector. But to really appreciate art and know what you're doing, you got to like, probably have grown up in art. It's definitely family money. It's a castle they're living in. Yeah. So, I mean, that's inherited. Like, think about like all the old books, all the old pictures. Like, they're talking about like the ghost of grandma. Like, so they've been living in that right. castle for a long yeah, yeah. time. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. They got a family grave. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, 
definitely just inherited. So it's him, right? The, the father's the moneymaker. So she, if you look at, if you kind of look back at the movie, the mom is also really only there for the money. Because obviously she's dating an older guy, and she also makes them dress up every night so that way she can wear her flashy stuff. She likes to party. She throws a bunch of giant parties. What do you want to do? Let's do we can do whatever you want. They you throw know? a random birthday party. Think about that. Like a, a birthday party of that gets 200 thrown people. You. She's like, 100? 200? And then nobody even knows his name. No. Which means they just needed any kind of excuse to throw a party on a random weekend. Yeah. That's yeah. all it is. Yeah, so, I mean, she was ready to get Oliver in. Maybe she came from a poor background, too, and she sees her similarities in Oliver, and she wants to take care of him and bring him into this rich world so they can just party it up. Well, she's definitely like Felix in that sense because she herself had been taking care of that one lady at the, that you see at the beginning, the red hair that's, like, kind yeah. of dressed flashy or whatever. She has that same tendency of, like, offering charity to those that don't have as much. Not realizing that when they kick them out, mm-hmm. that like it's not like they leave with anything. Like they just go, they just went from like this crazy high of living in a castle to just back on the streets. Well, she's not. She's still rich. Who? The mom. No, not the mom. The lady that they kicked out. Right. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. They they kick her out, and she's like, "But wait, like what?" I have nothing else to do. Yeah. Like, I mean, I go back to just living like a, not like this. So. You think Felix killed her? Not Felix. Oliver? She died? No. No. Nah, she just, she just left. He looked, it was like a weird though, weird note that she died. Yeah. I think that was to make you think the family was um, evil. Ah, yes. To keep tricking you. Like, yeah, the movie kept lying to you. Yeah, because she says, like, oh, she'll do anything for attention. Right. I think if you, I wonder if the mother is also a perfect liar, like how he is. Because he could, he, a perfect liar, he was able to see through the cracks of this lady's lies because he does it himself. So he can recognize flaws. He know he notices very minute details because he can't have minute details exposed to break his lie. Yeah. So I wonder if the mother, cause she also recognized the lies. She's like, I yeah. thought that too. But she also like kind of dropped hints that she was like clinging on to her old life before she married into the money. Talking about like, I was gay in my twenties and then talking about how I think like some rock star like wrote a song about her mm. and there was some, she's probably fucking lying. Yeah. And then there was something else that she said. I just can't remember. But, like, she kept, like, just talking about herself in the 20s, and the kids are all just like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. yeah. Right. Like, whatever. But she might be the liar. That's why she also, that's why she connects with Felix. Not Felix. I keep calling him Felix. Oliver. That's why she keeps connecting with Oliver so much, because they're both these perfect liars, and they want to live this dream life together where they kind of created something out of nothing. Who knows? Didn't earn, a, I mean, didn't really earn a lick. Didn't, didn't rightfully earn any of the stuff that they have yeah yeah because she definitely didn't i don't think she really loved her husband didn't seem like it at least but yeah i mean fucked up movie but it was entertaining at the end there weird shit yeah like the absurdity is just kind of absurd for no good reason just unrealistic i guess it's there to gross you out to really show you how gross 
Oliver is. I mean, I wouldn't say unrealistic. I don't know what people are willing to do to get to the top. I don't know what kind of lifestyle multi-billionaires are living. I'm more talking about like the him licking the bath drain. That might be a little out there, but there's also some crazy people in this world. You're willing to murder an entire family to take their house? I wouldn't be surprised if I find out that you're also licking back bath water, bath water every once in a while. Would you? Do you think living in that castle is too big, or would you like to live in a castle? Like, would you ever want to live in a giant property like that? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Agree. I. I'd, I'd be all right. First off, I would have no problems. If you had a maid service. Yeah, I would have no problems with people just like coming and crashing. <laughs> like, I feel like it would be too, bi- too big, too much. Yeah, I mean. But I'd it would tre- be badass to be I able would, to go to. I'd probably just treat it like the, the Great Gatsby. Just party every night. Yes. Yeah, like what are we, what are we doing? Like, that's probably what he does. I, honestly, I wanted to see him get along with the butler. I thought the the scary butler was going to like kind of play a more major role somehow. Yeah. I was kind of hoping at the end that like he was just going to be partying with the butlers and they were <laughs> they were like you did it. Yeah, you got rid of him. Yeah. Like, Holy shit. But it's odd that they they weren't bad people. The rich family wasn't none of them really bad people. No. They're a little rude up front sometimes, but no. they weren't like bad or you know this movie reminds me of parasite in a sense y'all ever seen that movie yeah yeah Yeah. he is a parasite yeah it's like kind of that feeling Mm -hmm. that was a good movie where like you feel bad for the people that don't have as much but that doesn't justify murdering like people that just do yeah except this guy had much and wanted more all right yeah so, I mean, he's, yeah, he's more messed up. But it's just, it, you can't justify, like, the poor killing the rich. Because at the end of the day, like, that was still family. They loved each other very much. Like, it's just a very messed up thing to do. Murder is not good. No. Unless you have the balls. Right, Gray? Where do you get the balls? <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts, gentlemen, on Saltburn? Pretty good. <laughs> what a journey. What a journey. That was a journey. I thought you would like this movie because I knew it was wild. I, I didn't did know like what movie. was in store, but I knew it was wild. And I was like, I bet Gray would like this movie. I did like this movie. All right. Thank you all for listening. Uh, catch us next week on the Crown Cinema Podcast. We're out. Next change.